Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the greatest pro wrestling podcast in the world. My name, of course, is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And an episode like this one, since I know that y'all have read the title, I really don't like having to do things like this. But when I see a pro wrestler be disrespected by a member of the media and that wrestler stands up for the business, you have to recognize that. You have to acknowledge it. And yesterday I heard about it from Austin Theory. And of course, as I was preparing by doing my notes and my research, apparently Grayson Waller suffered through the same kind of thing not long ago. So here I am. Let me just say right off the bat, much, much respect to Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Me personally, in my case, it affects me in certain ways. Number one, as a lifelong fan of professional wrestling, it upsets me when people disrespect the business. Okay, yes, it's scripted, yada yada yada, but guess what? There is nothing fake about professional wrestling. There is absolutely nothing fake about it because the, these guys, these men and women that go that become professional wrestlers, you don't know what they go through when they train, when they travel around on the independent circuit trying to get their big break, being on the road almost over 300 days a year, you know, the significant probability of getting seriously injured in a match if one little thing goes wrong. You see... Even an educated pro wrestling fan like myself, we may think that we know something about the pro wrestling business, but you know what? Turns out we may not we might, we might not even know shit. All right, y'all can tell I'm already worked up because again, when pro wrestlers and the pro wrestling business is disrespected by somebody that wants to be cocky and arrogant, they think they know the business and they don't. It's disgusting. No, we we've seen this before. I mean, of course, the infamous the infamous slap around the world back in 1985, Dr. D. David Schultz, a one of a kind, unique wrestler that maintained the code of kayfabe. He never broke his character. He was a despised, hated villain on television. He was always in character. And then one day, an idiot goofball by the name of John Stossel says to him, and I quote. I'll ask you the standard question. I think this is fake, unquote. And then we all know what Dr. D did. Responds, you think you think it's fake? Slapped him in the face. Stossel, like an idiot, got back up and got slapped again. Unfortunately, that killed Dr. D's career. But you know what? Dr. D ended up having a better life anyway outside of wrestling. And as far as John Stossel goes, he is not only the fake, but he's an absolute liar. Lied on depositions. Lied on everything. Lied about having, you know... Permanent ear damage, you know, because apparently he even confessed on that episode of Dark Side of the Ring when after suing the WWF, after receiving his settlement money, that ringing in his ear, that pain, once he got paid, it was gone. Yeah, John Stossel is the true phony fake in this one. A phony and a liar. Not only that time, but also back in the early 90s when the WWF, of course back then it was the, the WWF, they actually, I believe, were doing a tour, and they were in Kuwait. And, of course, Vader and The Undertaker appeared on Kuwait's top television show, I believe. Now, it's interesting, because back then, The Undertaker, who was 
the WWF champion, was actually in a rivalry with Vader. So it's interesting that Vince McMahon had them both be interviewed at the same time. So, of course, what is the, what is the you know, the host, or whatever you want to call it, what does he do? He starts provoking. Starts asking, is this real? Literally starts making a mockery out of it. Undertaker answered the question. I mean, this is on YouTube. So Undertaker answered the question in a certain way. Vader was getting increasingly agitated. And then at one point, it just came to the point where Vader could not take it anymore. He lost his mind. If I remember correctly, flip, no, flipped the table over. Grabbed the reporter, by, I think, by the shirt or by the tie. And then, and then you know, threatened him by saying, you know, he told him... He, well, first of all, he cussed on, on national TV, and I think in Kuwait, it's it's actually it's actually against the law to cuss on national television. I mean, I, this is something that I've read, so sometimes these things can be exaggerated, but but if we remember the story, Vader got up and then you know threatened you know threatened the, uh, the reporter, even told him, you know why don't you, why don't you actually come down to the ring? I'll show you li like that. So man, it, it, it just I mean. It's just brutal. I mean, you know, of course, you know, some people mentioned, you know, that infamous rivalry between Jerry Lawler and Eddie Kaufman. So, you know, you know, again, you know, you know, the, the wall that kind of basically separates pro wrestling from reality. I mean, you know, for so long, you know, people have tried to peek through it, but these wrestlers trying to protect the business have just not let it happen. So, but going back to the, the Vader uh, interview with Undertaker, I mean... Just like that, I mean, you could tell the interview just got off to... It, 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 it didn't go well right from the start. So, again, Undertaker kept his cool and, 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 and responded in a, in a polite, professional manner. But, again, when a journalist or television host basically just keeps, you know, mentioning, is this real? Well, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. I mean, oh, man. But how Vader reacted, I mean, again, Vader was just not going to take it anymore, so, you know, a lot of these wrestlers do that, I mean, I think it was that one time when, when Vince McMahon lost his cool during an interview, but I'm not sure if, if, if that's something similar, if that reporter did the same thing, but there's also that story about one time Vince McMahon lost his cool, and of course, arguably the t the most legitimate, toughest, not only pro wrestler, but the legit most legitimate tough man, a Tongan wrestler known as Hak Haku, there's so many crazy stories about Haku. I mean, Chris Jericho told a story about Haku, uh, I think, a couple of years ago on Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, podcast about, you know, something that happened in an airport in Mexico City. But I think Haku, uh, the, you know, somebody came up to him and said, oh, you're the wrestler from television, the fake stuff, right? And then Haku basically, well, well, Haku kind of did what Haku, you know, did. So, so you know, so this whole thing with, with Vader... You know, I'll just, yeah, so basically he got up, you know, and I think, again, I think he grabbed his shirt. Actually, no, he grabbed his tie, okay, yeah, he grabbed his tie, if I'm correct, and then basically said, and I quote, does this, does that fucking feel fake, huh, does that feel fake? I mean, Vader was just not having it, and then he basically invites him, why don't you come down tonight before I kick his ass, he's pointing to the Undertaker, because again, Undertaker and Vader were, were engaged in a fierce rivalry, so he basically threatened, you know, he said, why don't you come down tonight before I kick his ass, I'll kick yours. So so Vader basically cussed on national television, and, and again, from what I understand in Kuwait, that's actually not allowed. And he threatened the guy, so so Vader ended up being detained and was actually kept at a luxury hotel, according to uh, according to, to my research. So, and, and, you know, and some people say, you know, Vince McMahon had to pay a fine or whatever, but, but I'm like to say... 
Vince McMahon not only had to pay a fine, but I feel that Vince McMahon actually had to negotiate. And I do feel negotiate for Vader's release. So, man. Uh, you know, I, I think the reason why he was detained for that long was because I believe when they were there around that time, uh, you know, I think when, when Vader supposedly got detained, it was the beginning of a holiday. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was Ramadan because Ramadan is usually a month, but I'm not sure exactly which holiday it was. Sad part is I'm of Arabic ancestry, and you know, I you know I, I you know I come from from an Islamic family, so, and I don't even know which holiday this is. So this is actually pretty embarrassing. But look, I'll be honest, I've never been a devout Muslim, so I mean I, I don't know. But whatever the case was, the courts ended up being closed for a bit, so. That's why Vader ended up being detained, but he was in a luxury hotel, but still, I mean, Vader said that it was scary. So, the point is, we, we've seen we've seen a lot of that. So, and this whole thing with, with Austin Theory, I mean, you know, and, and this this actually, you know, I, I think took place when they when he first arrived in Australia, because again, the WWE is in Australia, you know, for, for Elimination Chamber, so, you know, they're in Perth. So, I think, you know, it was doing a media appearance, you know, of course, you know, just like that, I mean, Austin Theory gets, you know, he got into a serious verbal exchange uh, with a guy by the name of Anthony DeSegli, De or De I, I can't even pronounce the guy's name, Anthony DeKegli or DeSegli, and who's, and from what I understand, according to this, he's the West Australian's editor-in-chief, so, oh, man, you know, if in fact, you know, what this guy said, what Anthony said, said that WWE wrestlers were not actually hitting each other and mentions, man, it even mentions, like, yeah, I mean, this is just so stupid, really. Oh, man. You know, it's interesting, too, because, you know, Austin Theory kind of kept his character as well, but at the same time, I mean, while Austin Theory is, is still technically a heel... We could say that Austin Theory technically is now and officially a huge babyface because by standing up for the business, he stood up for everybody. You know, for the wrestlers past and present. Of course, future as well, so... So, Austin Theory, you know... Man. <sighs> man. You know, there's another story about him right now, you know, about how... Uh, I think one time a move that he did, you know, in a match against Brock Lesnar nearly ended his career... There's that story that, you know, about a concussion that he's retiring a certain move, but that's another story for another time, but, uh, but right now, with the whole situation involving Austin Theory, man, and I, I think he, he even threatened to, he threatened to smack that Australian, uh, thing like that, so Austin Theory almost had a Dr. D. David Schultz moment right there, I mean, again, we could say all we want, what Austin, what Austin Theory did was not right, he should have kept it professional, like, you know what, here's the deal. That journalist did not keep it professional. So, Austin Theory basically acted the same way that journalist was acting. So, basically. So, you know what? Before you want to rip Austin Theory, theory a new one, understand that Austin Theory was def was basically standing up for the women, for, for his fellow pro, pro wrestlers, and he was standing up for the business that is anything but easy. There is nothing easy about the professional wrestling business. You're not guaranteed anything. Okay? It's hard to make it in WWE. And what Austin Theory has accomplished so far, it took a lot of hard work to get to where he is today. Same thing with Grayson Waller. And of course, ironically, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are currently in a tag team. And if I'm correct, they're known as A-Town Under. A-Town Down Under. So, 
I kind of like that. A town down under. So, so re re really, you know, you know. See, right, right now I'm kind of lost for words because this whole thing is just, uh, man. Yeah, but well, obviously one story says that this is not as bad as of the Doctor D David Schultz thing. I mean, yeah, well, Doctor D. Well, we all know how that goes. So, <clears throat> so I mean. You know, and it mentions yeah, yeah, and that particular reporter told theory to his face that what he does for a living is quote fake, and you know you don't hit each other for real, and then Austin Theory basically again threatened to smack the shit out of him, and even mentioned to the he even told the journalist to his face quote you couldn't walk a damn day in my shoes unquote so and and then after that I mean you know. And not only that, I mean, you know, I think the, other, the, the that particular journalist even mentions that you know, he met, again, WWE is fake, and then that it's not as hard hard hitting as Australian rules football or the rugby league. So, so I, I so I really believe that you know that journalist was on purpose. I was deliberately provoking Austin Theory and just provoke you know even trying to take it to a higher level. So, man. And as as Austin Theory was basically being taken away, you know, like that, I think he, according to this, he said this guy's talking his fucking head off. So, man. So man, you know, so really, I pray, I absolutely praise Austin Theory, and, and, and you know what? Again, now as we get to Mr. Grayson Waller, you know, I think you know, last month, uh, Grayson Waller was actually with L.A. Knight in Australia. They were gonna promote, they were promoting Elimination Chamber, and they they ended up coming on a show. I mean, I'm telling you, Grayson Waller. Uh, you, you know, so, something much similar, but, you know, Grace, and Grayson Waller kind of, you know, of course, him being the heel, but, you know, it's just, it's just interesting, this is similar to, like, Vader and Undertaker, but again, you know, because LA Knight's a face, and Grayson Waller's the heel, so you have a baby face, a good guy and a bad guy on the same show, so... So, so from what I understand, I mean, you know, much like much like Awesome Theory, Grayson Waller is now officially a hero. I mean, Grayson Waller may be a a, a villain on television, but now forever in, in the hearts of wrestling fans and all the pro wrestlers, he's forever you know a babyface. You know, I always say like Doctor D. David Schultz, when he slapped John Stossel, he became a babyface because he stood up for the business. Not only that, he lost his career because of it. Dr. D's career was taken away because he protected the business. That's fucked up. You know? And of course, you know, a lot of people... You know, in that episode of Dark Side of the Ring, how... how I think it said that Dr. D was actually fired because he slapped Mr. T. That right there is a load of crap. Number one, if Dr. D. David Schultz had in fact slapped Mr. T, that would have been national news. Because Mr. T, of course, back then... Well, and much like now, was a worldwide celebrity, and there was and Dr. D has maintained in interviews there was never a confrontation. He even took a picture with Mr. T, you know that particular in that particular show in L.A., which you know that which is what the alleged incident happened. So, but now back to uh, Grayson Waller again. This whole thing is just it's 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 just really taking a toll on me mentally because the pro wrestling business. Look, I'm a lifelong fan of wrestling. I'll never know what it's like to be in the business, at least not as a performer. I really hope to one day do play-by-play -play commentary for pro wrestling, maybe one day. I would love to. I would. In fact, if I was offered a job to be French play-by-play -play for All Elite Wrestling, man, that, was, that, that would be something I would love to do. So anybody listening, if you know Tony Khan, or if you can share this out, 
If AEW is looking for a French play-by-play pro wrestling announcer, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, would love to do it. Oui, j'aimerais bien faire ça. Anyway, so... So Grayson Waller and Austin, excuse me, and um, L.A. Knight appeared on a show called Sunrise Morning Show. So, and, and you know, of course, this particular story mentions how it's common for show hosts to, to ridicule pro wrestling, and they call it the certain four-letter word, world, the four-letter word, excuse me, fake. You know, and, and of course, you know, according to this, the hosts actually they actually asked L.A. Knight to perform his finishing move on a cameraman. So. Man, so L.A. Knight kind of called me just, you know, as they say, he diverted it. So L.A. Knight just said no. I mean, you know, you know the fact that they asked him to, to perform a wrestling move, what does that remind us of? The infamous face lock confrontation between Hulk Hogan and Richard Belzer on a show in the 80s, I think, called Hot Properties. Richard Belzer kept poking and poking and poking for Hulk Hogan to perform a wrestling move. Hulk Hogan put Richard Belzer in a front face lock. Richard Belzer passed out, Hogan dropped the guy on his head, busted his head open, and then boom, and then he got sued, and then I'm sure, I think Vince McMahon sued, uh, Vince McMahon paid the settlement, and it's interesting, and interestingly enough, Richard Belzer used that money to actually purchase a house in France, which ironically he named She Hogan. (laughs) She Hogan means, you know, to Hogan's, basically, so... You know, and I think we've seen many, I think several times, you know, we've seen, you know, like, you know, put a wrestling move on me. I mean, look, asking a pro wrestler to, 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 to perform a move on you, that could be the stupidest thing you ever did. I mean, you could get seriously injured. I mean, imagine if I went to the toughest rugby player in the world and I asked him to perform a simple rugby tackle. Imagine he says no several times. Imagine he finally does it. He does it, I break all my ribs, and I break my neck. Could you imagine? You see, you see like, if they say no and they stress you that this is not safe, it's, it's not a good idea, it's not a joke. So, so back to Waller, I mean, Waller immediately lost his cool because he felt that, you know, it, it was a lack of respect, obviously, from the crew members. So, especially the one that, according to this, the one that actually volunteered to take uh, the move, so... You know, we actually have a statement, you know, from what he said. So, basically, I'm trying to summarize this uh, as best as I can, but Grayson Waller said, and I quote, I don't think you understand. If I come over there right now, we're going to have the police here because I'm not going to give you some fake punch. I'm going to punch you straight in the jaw. The actual disrespect you have talking to me, you want to talk to me like this ain't real? Don't act all tough, lad. Don't act all tough. You want to come here and try to disrespect us? Are you kidding me? Unquote. And I'm pretty, and I just said the whole thing. I didn't even summarize it at all. So, you see that right there. Grayson Waller was basically, you, you know, when you want to act immature and arrogant and be disrespectful, you know, and, and this happens in it anywhere. Like, if you want to act that way, you're, you're gonna, you're, someone's gonna come up to you like that. So, oh man. So, at, at the same time, you know. You know, it's always a dumb idea to, you know, to do something like that. I mean, it's it's just uh, it's it's stu- it's stupid to basically just you know disrespect like that. I mean, at the end of the day, to be a journalist and to and to call wrestling fake and, and and act like that, that is not journalism etiquette right there. That is that is not that is seriously lacking the qualities and the ethics of being a true journalist. Being a journalist requires professionalism. When you interview somebody, you ask questions clearly. 
You let them speak. You try not to interrupt them because sometimes, unfortunately, interruptions are inadvertently caused because you don't know when they're done speaking. But you show your guests the proper amount of respect, especially when you're interviewing them. You act professional, okay? And when a journalist decides to disrespect the pro wrestling business and disrespect pro wrestlers like that, and they make it, they think it's funny. That's despicable. That is not the that's not the proper behavior of being a journalist. Okay. Now I understand in my case the way I just basically how I described uh, John Stossel. Some would say, well, like that. But here's the deal. John, if, if in my case, yeah, John Stossel is in fact a phony fake liar. So. So at the same time, I mean, these other journalists want to act like that. It's dis it's despicable. Okay, it's despicable. So, so maybe I might be a hypocrite now, right now, because I just basically buried uh, I buried uh, John Stossel and you know some of these other disrespectful people that, that have kind of disrespected the business. And in fact, I just called out every people that that like to make a joke out of this. I'm like, you know what? You think pro wrestling is a joke? I I dare you. Step in a pro wrestling ring. Try to see if you can make it through one day, one day of proper wrestling training. You're going to be so sore and in so much pain that you're going to want to quit. Okay? Pro wrestling is not an easy industry. I have friends in the professional wrestling business. I have very, very close friends that are professional wrestlers. I have attended their shows. I, you know, I see them and I pray for their safety. Okay? It's not easy. Okay? And what they go through, training, being on the road, you know, again, the fact that they could get hurt if one little thing goes wrong, you know, show some respect, seriously. You know, I always say, if, if people want to call pro wrestling fake, then you know what? Those films in Hollywood that you love so much, well, guess what? Those aren't even real either. So, so I want to basically close it up by saying, kudos to Austin Theory, and to Grayson Waller. Kudos to any professional wrestler that has stood up for the business, especially when they've been confronted by a despicable, arrogant, and disgusting, and unprofessional journalist that comes to their face and calls it, and calls it fake, and even asks them to do a pro wrestling move on them. It's disgusting. For all you wrestlers out there that, that protect and maintain the protection of this business, you have my undying gratitude and my undying respect. As, as I mentioned, I have been a pro wrestling fan since I was just a little kid. Pro wrestling is so important to me that when I was a little kid, pro wrestling was my escape. It was my escape from bullies at school. It was my escape from my parents always arguing and how my parents were behaving towards me. Pro wrestling was one of the escapes I needed. And to this day, as I've been dealing with depression for four years now, a serious severe depression for four years... Pro wrestling has been one of my escapes still. Pro wrestling is something that I truly adore. And as a journalist and as a pro wrestling fan, I will fight to protect the integrity and to protect the status of the business. The pro wrestling business is, well, it's not for everybody. Again, it's scripted, it's set up, whatever you want to say it. But you know what? The most important thing is that it may be scripted, but there is nothing, and I repeat, there is nothing fake about professional wrestling. It is not for everybody. Again, massive respect to Austin Theory and to Grayson Waller. Much respect to Dr. D. David Schultz. 
much respect to any wrestler or anybody that has had the balls and the courage to stand up to the, for the wrestling business against a bunch of uneducated, arrogant, disgusting people that know nothing about it. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. And again, as I close it out, Ringside Chaos is available anywhere you get your podcasts. So here's what I need you to do. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell because I want to be sure that you won't be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one and keep standing up for the business. Pro wrestling matters. It matters and it matters a great deal to me and to everybody that I know is involved in the business and everybody that loves the business. Thank you again and God bless.